1: It's Thursday. It is May 16th. It is 2019. We have four early games. We have six games on the main slate on Fantasy Draft and five on the main slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. So we're going to break them all down. We're going to talk about all the games today, all 10 games, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Bobby Fye. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Doing pretty good, man. Happy to be here with you. Um, Baseball's been up and down, which is what baseball is. You know, Some days you feel like you're the smartest person alive. Some days you feel like you don't know what you're doing, but... You know what happens, and it's a game with high variance. But uh, yeah, happy to be back on the show with you, and looking forward to a, a weird sort of staggered slate.
1: Yes, um, I, I like the I like the the slates a little bit better than I did yesterday. Like I I ended up sleeping through the early slate on Wednesday, and I and I really didn't miss it. But I'd be I'd be kind of sad if I did that today, and I got to get up early anyway. Uh, I have to be at something at my daughter's school early in the morning. So, like, there's no way that I'm missing this one. So, ready to talk about both slates. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto Grinders links. That way, you get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. Plus, you'll get access to RotoGrinders Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft for three months for free. So, if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Like I said, they are offering a six game main slate today, a little bit different than the other sites. And, um, You get to pick on Dan Straley over there on Fantasy Draft on their main slate. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Bobby, let's jump into this four-game early slate. We start with the Brewers and the Philadelphia Phillies. It's Zach Davies. It's Zach Eflin. Any interest here in uh, Zach Davies?
0: Um. No, I don't have any interest in Davies. It's probably worth noting that he's been like amazing so far. <laughs> but in real life, not in fantasy, but like not in real life. I guess just in the limited time that they let him go. But I'm not going to play him against the Phillies.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'll end up on him on two pitcher sites. It's not like we have like two like lock and load plays. I will say that. Um, I do think we have some interesting options on two pitcher sites. But... I'm not going to necessarily rule out Davies. Um, you know, when we look at what he's been able to do this season, he's been serviceable for his price, especially recently, and it's not like the Phillies have been hitting the ball like tremendously well either. Like Harper's struggling right now and like this offense Ooh. is just not going right now. I know they could break out at any time, but I don't want to rule him out just because I I think there's a a way that he could pay off his price tag on a small slate. Um, Zach Eflin on the other side, Bobby, very good against righty, struggles against lefties. Too many lefties in this lineup to play him?
0: Yeah, probably. Um, I like Eflin in general, but I don't think I would play him against this team. I know we don't have a lot of pitchers, but not going to play a ton uh, on on the early slate so I'm trying to keep my pitcher pool condensed and um, I'm not really playing much of either of these guys. I get the argument for Davies, but, and, and even for Eflin, I just, I just don't think I'm going to end up there.
1: Yeah. Like Eflin, as far as like upside goes, he has one of the highest upside ceilings on the slate. If he can pitch well, you know, he's coming in with three straight games over 24 fantasy points and he's had a complete game in two of his last three games. He's been very effective uh, recently, but If we look at those teams that he's done it against, one was against Miami, one and he pitched well against Washington, which there was no Soto in that lineup. So, again, not any real lefties there. And Kansas City, where they do have a couple lefties in that lineup, but it was Alex Gordon and Ryan O'Hearn, really. And I guess Mondesi's a switch hitter. But, you know, he really hasn't faced, like, a a powerhouse lefty team recently. And I think that's what he's going to run into some trouble here uh, with this Brewers lineup.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that it's, uh, that's, that's sort of where I'm at. I just think it's these two teams and it's partly like it's hard because it is a small slate. It's there's two teams like that. I don't really like to take pictures against and it's the Phillies and Milwaukee. I mean, well, there's other teams too, but there aren't that many. Um, and partly, it's it's not just about the factor of, of how well they hit. These guys work counts. They foul off more pitches than any other teams do in baseball. Like, there's a lot of things that are just just make it really hard to get too excited about taking pictures against either one of these teams.
1: Um, looking at the next or the bats here, let's
0: start with the Brewers. Uh, what's standing out to you here for the Brewers? So for the Brewers, um, I think it's Mustakas would be my my top play for them. It uh, depends on how their lineup comes out. But Moussakas, and and I feel like like if Jelic somehow is less owned than he should be, but he'll probably have some ownership. But I just like the idea of playing him. Um, I like the way that – I actually like this this matchup for him. I, I, I don't really think I'm going to go too many other places, and I don't really want to stack against Eflin because I think he's a good pitcher. Um, but those two guys are the, the highest on my list. Uh, Grandal, if he's in the lineup, I guess is a really good catching option just because he's – Actually, his price, yeah, I still like him. I just uh, – I don't think it's – I actually prefer uh, Rio Muto on the other side if I was going to pay that much.
1: Yeah, and they gave him the day off uh, on Wednesday, so they kind of already set themselves up for this day game for Grandall to be back in the lineup. Uh, so yeah. I think he'll be back in the lineup. So yeah, plus it's really Pena, the left got,
0: well, Pena got hurt also, and he played today because Pena got hurt. But Oh, I didn't see Pena got hurt.
1: Um, yeah. Totally didn't see that. But, yeah, like, you know, Jelic – Mustakis, grandall Thames—all very much in play. Uh, um, if um, Hira is in the lineup and he's—he's he's still cheap across the industry, I'll play him again. Um, you know, big time prospect. You know, top fifteen prospect in baseball, number one overall prospect in the Brewers organization. Um, power and speed combo, and he's cheap. Like I'm perfectly okay with playing him pretty much every day until they raise his price. So um, yeah. I, I certainly don't mind him.
0: I forgot about him, I think, because I was probably trying to forget about him because of uh, he, what he did to my lineups tonight. But um, <laughs> Two points so on many, Wednesday. Let's go right back had, to the well. He had so many good chances, too. He had, he had, like, I think he had a runner in square position like every at-bat, and he had bases loaded with one out and just like nothing. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Back, right back to the well.
1: Uh, moving on to the Phillies side here. Uh, what do we like with the Phillies' bets?
0: It's Harper Hoskins. I know he's struggling. I'm just, he's still cheap enough. I'm going to play him. Harper Hoskins, Rio Muto are my preferred guys along with uh, Odo Herrera. Um, That's sort of where I'm looking for Philly. I really actually like like a mini stack here. I don't know if I'd fully stack it, but I think it's like a, like a, I like a little two or three man with those guys. Um, Some combination of those four. Those are really the guys I'm looking at the most. Uh obviously don't mind if you want to throw in either McCutcheon or Segura, uh even Caesar Hernandez with them or Franco, but like if he's in the lineup even. Um it, it, I just think that those are my preferred guys, and I think it's it's mostly gonna end up just pricing in situ- circumstances, uh gonna be more Harper and Rio you know, Muto than the rest.
1: Yeah, those are the guys that I was looking at too, so I don't really have anything to add. Moving on, Mets and Washington Nationals, Zach Wheeler, Annabelle Sanchez. Um, any interest here in Zach Wheeler?
0: Yeah, I think Wheeler is one of the best plays on the on the uh slate. I, I believe in him. I believe what he's doing is real enough. Uh the lineup is much better than it has been with Soto and Rendon but both back now. And oddly Parro hitting well uh recently. Um, that was just against the Dodgers at the Dodger game. I took my I doubt my daughter, too, that he hit that grand slam to, to win the game, but um, no, but I, I like this. Uh, I, I like I like uh, Wheeler a lot. I, th- I still think Washington, you know, you, you have a lot, you have more strikeout bats than people think, especially depending on how the lineup shakes out. It depends on who's who's even going to be playing. It's a weird day game, so um, but I think Wheeler's one of my favorite plays in the slate, and I think you can afford him, um, especially because, like, there there's just a lot of options, and there's going to be cheap play- bats in the lineups tomorrow, so yeah, Wheeler's one of my favorite pitchers on the slate.
1: Yeah, I still have, like, two of their better hitters right-handed bats. You know, Rendon and Robles have been two of their better hitters this season, and they're still righties, and Wheeler's just been really good against righties even last season. So I think this is a good spot for Zach Wheeler. He's obviously the most expensive pitcher, but, you know, he, he sets up as a really good SP1 in this spot. Um, Anibal Sanchez on the other side. I have zero interest in him. I don't care what his numbers are.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Um but it's like I feel like that guy is like on small slates like this is like just like I always kind of want to take a shot on him. Um I don't know. I feel like I probably won't do it, but he's definitely like nah, I wouldn't cross him off. The Mets can I, it's not like a great spot. It's just tiny slate. I'm looking for other guys to pivot off to. Um he's on the list of five guys who I'm considering, but he's number 5 probably.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't you know, his numbers have really started to regress against lefties kind of what we saw when he was with Detroit and there's enough lefties in this lineup for me to, you know, stay away from um, him here. So as far as the Mets bats, I kind of just said it, you know, I want the lefties here. That's who I want to attack, you know, animal Sanchez with. Um, And I never hate looking at a guy like Alonzo against, you know, a fly ball um, pitcher like animal Sanchez. So the lefties animal Sanchez uh, is what I'm looking at here for the
0: Mets. Yeah, I totally agree. All the lefties, uh, I, I definitely, I, I really like, I mean, Confort, like Nimo's has, had been, has been struggling, but he's been hitting the ball a little bit better and he's so cheap. I, I like him a lot. Uh, Conforto, Cano would be the priority guys for me, but I definitely get the, I, I mean, obviously Alonzo makes a ton of sense. And then I don't mind if you want to throw Ramos in there as a catcher tomorrow, like any of these guys are fine. Stack's fine um, with you though. Mostly want to prioritize the lefties.
1: Uh, the Washington side of things against Wheeler, I don't really love a lot here. Um, I, I could see maybe playing Soto or Eaton or something, but it's probably a spot even on a small slate. I'll probably stay away from these guys.
0: Yeah, I think Robles is the be- is is the guy. Who, if I'm not playing Wheeler, I'm going to play Robles in those lineups. I just think the stolen base upside is really high. Uh, I, I I believe in you know I believe in the kid anyway. So I just think that you know with the stolen base and obviously the always power upside um for robles i think that he's uh i would consider him but i don't think i'm looking at anybody else really uh obviously soto would be fine but not really trying to pick on wheeler
1: chris bassett against spencer turnbull a's heading to detroit eight and a half total here bassett a 136 favorite uh any interest here in chris bassett
0: yeah i think that he's in play um i think that i have more interest than other people will and the Detroit team that always seems to hit a little bit better during the day than, than they do at night. Um, So I'm willing to take some shots with them, but I I think Bassett's definitely one of the guys who I expect to be pretty popular and, you know, he's definitely in a decent spot. He's one of the, he's one of the bet, you know, the better four options on the slate. I just think I'm going to try and pivot off of that and go other places myself.
1: Yeah, I certainly like Bassett here. Um, I think it's a good spot. There's a lot of righties. They just sent Candelario down, so there potentially is another righty in this lineup. Um, he's been really good against righties this season thirty thirty one point nine percent strikeout rate against righties. Small sample, but you know he he felt, he fought some injuries last year, so it's really tough to. Look at just all the numbers combined, but um, he's been really good against righties this season. He's kind of struggled against lefties. I do agree with you. I'm firm believer in this Detroit team hitting better during the day. It's been proven with Miguel Cabrera. His numbers are way better in the day. Um, So I I like Bassett uh, and I'm perfectly okay with rolling him out there. And I'm perfectly okay with taking a shot on Spencer Turnbull. You know, he's a guy that should face a bunch of righties in this Oakland lineup and he has a Mm -hmm. high strikeout rate against righties as well. So um, I, you know, looking at the other, other three games on the slate, their totals are all over nine. This is eight and a half. I, I think both these pitchers are in play, but I'm not afraid to attack either one of these pitchers either.
0: Completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I think that Turnbull has been really good by the way. Um, but I, I also, I, I think that you look for like, I'm probably not going to be stacked. I don't mind stacking Detroit here. Um, I don't think I'm going to stack Oakland, but I don't mind taking one offs from any of the heart of their order. Yeah,
1: I don't know if I'd stack them either, but I could see set using like a two or three man, I guess I guess mm-hmm. that's technically stacking. Like Hang Chapman, this, Davis, Olsen kind of like, you know, those three guys are always like super in play to me and they're on the road, which make I like them always more on the road than I do um when they're at home. So like those are the three guys that stand out to me. I don't mind taking a one off maybe in like ProFar. Um any of those three guys, I don't mind taking a one-off on those guys either. So I I don't mind Oakland here, but I don't love the stack either. Yeah. I don't know if I stack on the slate. You know, I'm probably only going to play one lineup, so I probably won't stack all the way on the slate anyway.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: Uh, do you have thoughts on Oakland before we move on to the Detroit side?
0: No, I think that I would prioritize it. Davis, Chapman, Olson, probably in that order. Those are the three guys I'd be most looking at.
1: Uh, let's talk Detroit here. You know, Bassett has been good against righties, so you, obviously you're super concerned with that. It's been a decent start to the season for Christian Stewart, and they moved him up in the order. I think he's interesting. Um, I'll let you. I know you have a little bit more interest in Detroit, so I'll let you uh, talk to the the Tigers
0: here. Stewart and Goodrum especially are my are my two favorite plays um, on that side, along with. Well, I mean, I always love Castianos. I can't really play play cast, play Detroit without second Castianos. And then I always I think that Ronnie Rodriguez is the guy who I always love to play and sort of wild out there. He always runs like crazy, too. Like, you never know, really know what you're getting from him. I just think that they're uh, the, the 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 Goodrum side of it, uh, I, you know, has always is hit pretty well. Same with Stewart. I think this is a good spot for them. They've been actually hitting the ball well. Like they've been hitting the ball hard. They, uh, Goodrum especially, like tonight even had some good at bats against Verlander. Just didn't end up going his way. Like I think that these guys, you know, as a as a stack, I don't see people really going towards is a place that I just sort of checked off my list when I first was looking at this slate. From a, okay, well if I'm not going to play very much, you know, I want to try and do something that's going to be a little bit against the field. And this is a lineup that I could see being, you know, like a stack or a mini stack being against what most people will do. And I think Goodrum Stewart are the main two uh, followed by Castellanos and Rodriguez for me.
1: Um. All right. Yeah. Don't really have anything to add. I think that's super solid. I've loved playing Roddy Rod- Ronnie Rodriguez, by the way, he's been an excellent fantasy play, Um. you know, especially the second part of the season. Uh, Texas at Kansas city, Lance Lynn, Homer Bailey, 10 total pick him game. Another 10 total in Kansas city. Like I hate these totals. I love, if I like if Florida if I could bet in Florida I would bet the under in Kansas City so much Bobby like <laughs> it's just when we get these 10 totals and I get it it's a day game the ballpark's going to neutralize a little bit the wind's blowing out you know quite a bit like and we got two guys that you know can get hit pretty hard so like I get the 10 total I, I just these these games usually underwhelm so much like it was 6 to 1 today and it it had a 10 total today like or Wednesday so uh, do you have any interest here in Lance Lynn?
0: Um, I, do, I, I don't, um, but, well, <laughs> I, I I don't, but I get it. Like, I, I definitely think there's no oh, – it's okay. I just don't think that's where I'm going to end up going. I think that he's, like, right in that – probably in the 4-5 range of, of the pitchers I'm looking at.
1: My biggest issue with him is, like, he's been so dominant against righties – you know, for the last season and a half or so this season has not been the same case. Like we've trusted him against some right-handed heavy teams and he just hasn't performed as well. So the hard hit rate is through the roof against righties and lefties this season. So as my good buddy, Will would say the recent trends do not favor uh, Lance Lynn here. Um, I, I have slight interest again. He kind of falls into that group of like, Zach Davies and Zach Eflin um, kind of group where like maybe if the lineup favors him, I'll play him. But right now I don't want to play him. And I, I definitely don't want to play Homer Bailey, who is not terrible. He's not terrible. His ex-fip is really solid this season, but I just don't think I can play him in this spot.
0: Yeah. Um I actually have some interest in Bailey. <laughs> uh He's so cheap. I understand the danger of it, but I also think there's strikeout upside and I think he's actually pitched pretty well. Um, He's looked, he's looked good enough. Like I would take 15 to 20 fantasy points tomorrow. Like I think that I'd feel okay with, you know, just taking him and hoping to get the win. And if you get the 12 to 16 and you know, if you can work it out to 20, that's that would work. And honestly, it could actually even be higher. Like this team can strike out a ton. Like, even though Lopez, like, I played Lopez a lot enough tonight. I know he struggled to give five runs, but he struck out seven guys. Like, there's there are Ks in this lineup. There's a lot of them. So I'm willing to take a chance on Bailey here. And at this price, I don't mind uh Bailey-Wheeler combination. In my first builds, that's that's sort of what I came up with. I really like him, especially if, uh, if people are going to be scared off by the total, which I think they will be.
1: Oh, yeah. The total always makes people jump. It has nothing to do with the total for me. It's just more of, like, oh and homer bailey has not been a bad option this year you're right like you know everybody will remember the game that we played him against tampa and he just didn't have his stuff and he went negative big time and only pitched an inning. and like you know you can't look at just that start he's been he's been really solid outside of that my biggest issue with bailey is the hard hit rates and you know how fast and how 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 much the ball is coming off the bat really fast like his average exit velocity is through the roof and there's a lot of power in the the top half of this lineup, and that's my biggest concern with Bailey. It has nothing to do with the ten total. Um, yeah. let, let's talk yeah. Texas bats, Bobby. You know we saw Willie Calhoun is back with the team, um, which was fantastic on Wednesday. Guessing they're going to play him, you know, quite a bit here, and I I like this spot for him, and you know, obviously we like Gallo and stuff. But what are you looking at here on Texas?
0: it's the lefties um it, you know i mean there are all lefties anyway <laughs> uh yeah i just think that you know mazara is still too cheap i think uh chu gallo and calhoun and then uh, obviously cabrera and odora as well like i don't even mind guzman like all of them firmly in play a stack is fine I know I like Bailey and that's the way route I'm going, but I completely understand if you want to go a different route, I'm betting that Bailey actually is a little bit better than people think. And that this team has enough K upside and I can get him at low enough ownership to where on a small slate where I think it'll help. If it turns out to be different, I might jump, but I, I do think that uh, I'm siding more with Bailey, but I completely understand all the Texas, uh, all the, I mean, all the guys, especially, you know, I think they, the priorities for me will probably wouldn't be Gallo as much as Mazzara Odor, and uh, Calhoun would probably be the guys I would look at first.
1: Yeah, I completely understand that like Calhoun, his price is fantastic. Still 3,800 um, gives us some nice salary relief. We could play him at second base or the outfield. So, and you know, you mentioned Mazzara, he's still, like you said, cheap. So some spots that I definitely want to attack on this Texas bat, uh, as far as the Texas lineup goes, um, you know, Kansas City here, Lance Lynn's a guy that holds runners on really well. I think that's where we need to start, right? Um, you know, that's been his MO for a long time. He can hold runners on really well. A lot of speed in this lineup. I think it neutralizes a little bit here with Lance Lynn, but I still have interest in a lot of these um, Kansas City bats.
0: Yeah, I, I I think that they definitely make some sense. It's interesting because – yeah, he does hold runners on well. They're still gonna run. Like I still yep. think they probably are gonna run anyway. <laughs> They're gonna um, run. <laughs> uh, so all of them, Lopez, Mayor, like every. I think Lopez just because of his price, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't find myself like so excited to, to to, to play all these guys. I think that you know, I, I I'm even having trouble prioritizing. I, I always like the the low um O'Hearn that's sort of the guy I have the most interest in, but I'm not really like excited about anybody here.
1: Yeah. I love playing O'Hearn. I play O'Hearn. I think more than everybody else combined in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. I just, I I love it, dude. 3,500 for a guy that we know has a ton of power. I know it really hasn't shown this season, but, we know the power is there. Like he busted yeah. onto the scene last year and I thought he was the next Cody Bellinger. Um, not, <laughs> not even exaggerating. Like he hit so well when he got called up last year is crazy, but you know him and uh, of, of all people, Hunter Dozier has been really good this year. And I know Lance Lynn is really good against righties, yeah. but you know, the recent trends are telling us like Hunter Dozier is very much in play here against Lance Lynn. So I want the power bats and I don't mind mixing in like the cheaper guys. If if there are any cheaper guys here, I'm guessing Lopez is probably still cheap. He's 3,300. So if he's going to bat second, it's probably where I'll, you know, he'll probably end up being my cash game. Second baseman at at that price here.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And I love under Dozier. Like that guy has just insane power. Like he's so strong. It's ridiculous. Um, I just, I didn't like, didn't jump over my list, but I do agree. Like he's, he's trending in the right direction. I think he's actually for real. I'm actually interested in this, like this, this Royals team is so fun to play and stack in general. Cause they do run so much and they have some power and they, they're a weird lineup that you can sort of stack a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're interesting. I don't think I'm going to end up stacking them today, but I do like, you know, I like the guys we've talked about and I like Dozier
1: um that's kind of it for the early slate let's move on uh we're gonna talk about the six games the like i said DraftKings and fandle has the five game slate but our sponsor site uh fantasy draft has has this baltimore cleveland game so we're gonna talk about it stan straley versus trevor bauer it's a nine total bauer's a two or three ten favorite here going up against baltimore we don't really have like a a standalone ace on the main slate on those five games so like I'm guessing you don't have any interest in Dan Straitly.
0: No, uh, Cleveland would be the best sack of the day for me if, if I could play a, If this was on the other slates, on the other sites, on fantasy draft, for me, this would be my favorite sack.
1: Right. So, like, I, I love the Cleveland side. And I also love Bauer. Like, he's facing a strikeout heavy Baltimore team. And, you know, we don't have that, like, standout ace on the main slate. So like, if you're playing on fantasy draft, like you're loading up on this Cleveland team, like this is a great spot for them. Um, any interest in the Baltimore bats at all?
0: No, no. Yeah. like (laughs) Um, I understand Bauer can, you know, they can run into one here and there, but I'm, I'm just gonna, I would just play a ton of Bauer and all of Cleveland.
1: Uh, you know, the Cleveland Bats, as far as as bad as they start the season, it doesn't matter. Dan Straley stinks. Um, he's are better now, though, season. too, man. They're healthy. Yep. They're, they're, they're a lot better. So this is a spot that I'd load up on these Cleveland Bats. Um, just try to fit as many as you can in with Bauer on, on this uh, fantasy draft main slate and just take advantage of this being on the slate. You know, like looking over there, Francisco Landor is expensive, but outside of that, everybody's under 9K. So you're really going to be able to fit in a bunch of these guys uh, with Bauer, who's 21-2 over there. So, you know, he's priced a- around Luis Castillo. I like Bauer better than I like Castillo uh, on this site uh, because obviously, like, you know, the upside's certainly there uh, against Baltimore. So just throwing it out there, if you're playing on fantasy draft, make sure you're looking at the Cleveland side of this game quite a bit. Uh Bobby, let's start with the Chicago Cincinnati game. Eight and a half total. Jose Quintana against Luis Castillo. Uh eight and a half. Like I said, Castillo's a 130 favorite. Uh any interest here in Jose Quintana? Uh
0: I don't think I'm gonna end up going there, but I definitely No, I don't think I'm gonna end up doing it.
1: Yeah, like Vado is probably gonna be the only lefty in this lineup. So they're just gonna have they're gonna have too many righties, I think, for me to play Quintana here, especially in this ballpark.
0: Yeah, it's this ballpark is definitely plays in. If it was like the Wrigley and the wind was blowing in, it would be a different story. Luis
1: Castillo has been excellent this season. Um, do we play? Do we pay up for him on this slate um, at this massive price tag against the Cubs?
0: I think that you can. I don't know. I, I still am debating whether or not. I, I don't think that that's what I'm going to end up doing, but I definitely don't. I definitely don't mind it. Like, I'm not as afraid of the Cubs as everybody else is.
1: I'm not either. I am I am afraid of like their high walk rates uh, yeah. against a guy that does at times struggle with command. So like, that's my biggest concern with Castillo. He's been excellent this season. He's been and better. He ever- He's been much better. Yeah, he has an ISO under 80. Like, just strikeout rate over 30, 31.5% and a, an ISO under 80, um, you know, with a hardest off contact ratio around 10%. So he's pitched really good this year. If you're playing cash games, he's probably the guy you want to pay up for over Quintana. Um, it's not going to be that hard to fit him in either. So I think Luis Castillo is the SP1 today, just by default. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um t- I, I just think I'm, I'm going to play tournaments and there's just no way I'm going to end up paying up for pitching probably now that, you know, the more I look at this.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's crazy is you're going to be able to like, you'd be able to pay up for Castillo and still, you know, get everything you want because the pitcher is outside of him. Like, One of my favorite pitchers is one of the cheapest guys on the slate. So that's probably where I'm going to end up with Castillo. So Um, as far as the Cubs bats go, if you're not playing Castillo, like it's Baez, Bryant and Rizzo, right? Like those are the three bats you want to target here against him, the power guys.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't think that you need to do, well, I mean, it's fine. It's a small slate. I guess you can. I'm just not, I don't think I'm going to do that, but. Certainly, you know, I kind of like doing that as one-offs on these small slates, but I just don't really, like, love any of them in particularly.
1: Well, it's a good leverage spot, don't you think? Because, like, you you would think Luis yeah. Castillo is probably going to be the highest-owned pitcher here.
0: Yeah, I think if you do it, then you just commit and you just play, like, Baez, because he's the best of them. Yeah. Like, he has the most, most – you have the most outs and you have the most upside, and you have it at the position that's the weakest. So that's what I would do if you're going to pick there one. There
1: you go. It's not like they they have these like massive fly ball guys either. Like there's not anybody that has like a fifty percent fly ball rate. Like Rizzo's the closest at forty four point eight. You want to you want fly ball guys against Castillo. He generates so many ground balls with his um, slider change up combo. So you know that's the biggest concern for me as well. Um, the Cincy bats they're a little interesting against Quintana here for me like Suarez we know has been good against lefties throughout
0: his whole entire career. And like in this ballpark, like he's really juicy for me here. Somebody on air the other day was saying that he's not good against lefties. And I would like to know what measurement they're looking at. Exactly. <laughs> like probably what, Cardi. what, 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 yeah. What exactly is he talking about? Though <laughs> I can't figure it out. Like the sample size is there. Like the, every single number checks all the boxes. I just cannot figure it out. like, you know, if we were saying he's the best hitter in baseball against the lefty, that'd be one thing. But like, I don't know, that's ridiculous. But anyway, I I, I think Suarez and Senzel are the guys I would prioritize. Uh That's pretty much all the guys I, I really have interest in on the uh, Cincinnati side. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't know what the catcher situation in general on the slate looks like. If Casilla is Cassie uh, be- Lee because sally if he's cheap i don't mind him um Mm -hmm. but that's just like i like any kind of cheap catcher um yeah just yeah it's kind of it for me i don't really like jose iglesias has been surprisingly really good against lefties this season if you want some stolen base upside i guess but you know it is a lefty on the hill so like the upside for stolen base is a little lower anyway in general so I'm not gonna go crazy here. Obviously, I'm not playing Joey Votto, um,
0: even though he's really cheap now. Like he's getting to the point; it's getting there. I mean, when you get to Chris Davis language, come on, man. Then it, the conversation. I did play.
1: Changed. I did play like a 2K catcher that I've never even heard of before. Um, on Wednesday, ben Boom.
0: So,
1: yeah, Ben, ben Boom. Boom.
0: Boom. His
1: his mom is like <laughs> the same age as him. Um,
0: he had two hits and they pinch hit for him in his third at bat. No, he got hurt. Pinch. Yeah, he got oh, hurt. Oh, that, is that what happened? Oh, yeah, no, they, he
1: took a he took a pitcher like a foul ball or something. Um, I I saw that he's day to day, so he obviously uh, got hurt somehow. So I'm also seeing I forgot to mention this. Um, Rizzo uh, was out of the lineup. He's dealing with a back injury. He was not in the lineup on Wednesday, so um, he could be out of the lineup again dealing with this back injury. And you know, obviously that would help Luis Castillo
0: even more. Yeah, that's a big bump
1: uh st louis at atlanta adam wainwright julio tehran 10 total here Tehran, a slight 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 favorite it's pretty much a pick uh do you have any interest here in adam wainwright no yeah i don't either no nope, no interest for me in wainwright and in club tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get club um julio tehran i don't have any interest in him either
0: yeah no interest um you know, the the lineup actually matches up for what you'd think would be good for Tehran. I just I'm guessing the weather's gonna be warm with that total. Or yeah, they're, they're just like
1: it's Julio Tehran versus Adam Wayne, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but these guys have actually been like decent this year. It's just I mean, if this game was played like between these guys and these teams like in San Diego, what would the total be? I really think that there's got it's gotta be warm out there. Um it was warm today, so I'm just guessing. Uh, I, I really like the the the, the both of the side both lineups. I don't really like either pitcher.
1: Yeah, it's not like we have a ton of pitching options on the slate, so I think like if you're running out a bunch of teams, like maybe you take a shot on Tehran, like you said. There's a lot of righties here, and uh, so be it. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, I don't know. There's um, so just better
0: plays, like. I the weird, the part weird part is, is- like Wainwright actually has act, has been really good in most of his starts. Like I don't look at like you know what people's overall numbers are as often. I I really do like to chase like follow each game log and figure it out. Like because you're just that's all you know. You're playing tournaments. You don't need them to pitch great every time. If they're pitching great half the time, that's great for me. Um, I, I don't really think this is a spot you want to take either of these guys personally.
1: Yep, that's kind of where I'm at. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's And it is going to be hot. It's going to be 83 degrees on first pitch, so it's going to yeah. be pretty hot. Um, let's talk Cardinals bats first. Um, you know, obviously, I like Carpenter. I know, like, I'm just going to keep playing him. I know he keeps struggling. I don't care. I know his prices come up a little bit, but I'm just going to keep playing him in these good spots. And I know I'm going to get the games when, you know, he has the good games, but there's just too much talent not to play him here against Tehran.
0: Absolutely. One of the better plays, you know, I don't care if we keep saying it or not. And the weird part is, like, we complain about it, but like, it's not—he's like always been terrible. Like for these things, he's still too cheap. Matchups good. I I like the St. Louis side of the ball. Let's absolutely one of the better plays. Cash game uh, makes outside of him. Plays. What else
1: do you like here uh, for the Cardinals?
0: Um, Goldschmidt, uh, Ozuna. <sighs> I, I, I think I would play Colton Wong um, even if he's batting further down in the order. I like, I, I'd like to like, I don't know if I want to fully stack, but I like, I want to play like a little mini stack, a two or three man at least of St. Louis with, I don't actually, maybe I would want to fully stack this game just like a whole game stack. Um, Cause I don't, it's strange. I don't really like love all of the individual bats. I really do like Goldschmidt and, and, and uh, Carpenter. But other than that, I have like everybody like sort of like as good, like solid plays, but I like the you know, the, it's going to be warm like we talked about and the ball should travel in Atlanta. Like, I don't know. I, I, um, I think it's mostly those two as a priority. And then, and then, you know, as a stack, everybody makes sense. But I sort of like playing guys like Wong if you're going to play the stack at the bottom of the order.
1: Yeah, and, I, you know, don't leave out DeJong in your stack. Like, the guy's just been – he's hit and everything. So, you know, him and Ozuna, I really like Ozuna. This is a good spot for Ozuna. I know Tehran's better against righties, but his hard hit rate and his fly ball rate is up against righties this season. So, you know, if we're looking at recent trends, this is a good spot to look at um, Ozuna, who's just been crushing the baseball. Um, The Atlanta side of things, you know, I like to attack Wainwright more with lefties, even though his hard hit rate is really high against both sides of the plate, but his strikeout rate is a lot lower uh, against lefties. Um, good spot for Freddie Freeman.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Freddie Freeman uh, keeps letting me down, but I'll play him again. Um, I love the, I, I mean, I really like the Holy play on side. I still like, I still love Akuna. I don't mind that uh, Albie's is struggling. I'll keep taking chances. I'm curious to see if, uh, if uh, what's his name will be back in the lineup. I mean, if he, is he eligible for somewhere other than third base anymore? Um, like help me out. The rookie, Riley. Riley, yeah. Um, no, he's he's, still he's just third, third, base. third base, which is so silly because that's like the position he's never going to end up playing there. <laughs> um, he's going to be playing in the outfield. I'm pretty sure, right? yeah and unfortunately he just learned how to so they had to like pinch field for him late in the game i, I looked down at my phone and I, I knew it was his spot in the order coming up i didn't realize they had made a defensive switch because i wasn't looking and i saw they immediately had one more run but it was charlie Culberson who pinch fielded for him and hit a home run in his spot <laughs> so i was like a little bit bummed because i played a bunch of riley tonight <laughs> so i thought he hit his second home run um but anyway yeah I, I would play i would i would play him too if he was in the lineup. Um, Really like all of the bats on the Atlanta side. I like Atlanta stack. Um, I don't mind anybody righties or lefties. I really think, feel like if you get to Wainwright too, like I just feel like an explosion is coming from this team. And you know maybe it's chasing a little bit because they've let me down. But that's I just feel like it's coming, and I like everybody. But I mostly want to focus on you know the one through five guys
1: yep uh, that's kind of where i'm at i was hoping riley would be eligible for something besides third base too it's probably going to take them a couple days because like you said he just learned um and he was playing third base down in in the minors so you know uh, obviously i I like the spot um you know he is a guy that has shown some some pop in the minors so um trying to see where he was um like heading into the season but I, I can't figure out where he, yeah, where he was at. Like as far as like in the prospect list, it's not up in front of me, so I, I can't see it right off the bat. But.
0: He was up there. I don't know if he's as high as we had him now, but like I know that he, I know that he was one of the many. Like I, Atlanta had nine, had more, like three times as many players in the top hundred as any other team, and I know he was one of those guys. I just don't know where he was on that list.
1: Yeah, and he's fourth in the organization, so um, there you go.
0: Which is the best organization for a young prospects, so.
1: Them and the Pretty Padres, good. man. Like, yeah, Padres those two. just keep spitting them out, this is crazy. But did That's you know true. they had uh, Wilson Contreras' uh, brother on their team? No, I didn't. Yeah, but oh, the brother. Blue Jays.
0: The Blue Jays are the other one.
1: Yep, the Blue Jays.
0: Speaking of the Blue Jays, we have Toronto at
1: Chicago taking on the White Sox. It's a nine total. It's Marcus Stroman. It's Dylan Covey. Stroman's a one thirty favorite. Uh, any interest here in Marcus Stroman?
0: Yes, sir. Um, let's load him up. I have to first of all, I play on full slates. I play pitchers against the White Sox every single time. I'm definitely not going to not do it on a small slate. Um, yeah, you, know, you can always take bats again for for them too. They just strike out way too much. They chase way too early. They they make the innings way too easy. Uh, Strowman is at a very affordable price. And I could just see him completely cruising here and having an easy time. I also don't feel like it's hugely risky because even if he does get in trouble, he's an extreme ground ball guy. So it's not like, the, you know, the stadium is actually probably an, a, it's like an upgrade for him as a pitcher. Um, I, I like Stroman a lot. He's one of the guys I would i will definitely be using one of the three pitchers I'll use the most. Probably maybe my highest on pitcher, actually, if I look back at it.
1: Yeah, and the guy that profiles like the best against him is Moncada, which is obviously the guy we, we worry about the most in, in this lineup. But, you know, it is a good spot for Stroman. Like you said, he's an extreme ground ball guy. They got a lot of ground ball guys on this lineup, uh, a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. So I, I do like Stroman. Like you said, it's a smaller slate. It's the White Sox. There's not much to not like here. Um, Dylan Covey, you know, I, I know he's terrible. Do, do you risk it here against uh, Toronto or are we loading up on some Toronto bets?
0: I think I'm going to probably risk it and play him again. Um, I just played him against Toronto the other day and it didn't work out, but I think I'm going to do it again. Um, I think both make sense. I, I, I don't love – I'm in love with Kobe. I just play pitches against Toronto also every single time. But I think that their lineup is getting better and they're figuring it out more. I'm not going to play a ton of them. I just think that he's definitely a guy who's on my list on this really weird slate. Um but I think mostly I'm, I would side with the Toronto Bats. Um, certainly like them a lot more than the White Sox in this in this one.
1: Yeah, this is one of my favorite stacks on the slate. So um, I don't know, like, how many teams I would have to build before I would get to a Dylan Covey team, <laughs> but I'd much rather have Strowman. Um, I think I would play Tehran before I would play Covey, but I know they're way different. About the price same price. Yeah, yeah so um as far as the toronto bats go i I like i like them all like I, i really like the one through five here i don't mind ever including freddie galvis when i'm looking at stacking it a weird way but you know i'm hoping this this san francisco couple home runs for vlad guerrero jr kind of you know shifted it where like mentally he's back in the same spot i know he went over um after he hit the two home runs the next game but this is a good spot for him um this is a good
0: spot for a lot of these Toronto bats i, I love tells here yeah uh tells would be the 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 first guy who i would put next to to guerrero on on my stack along with one of the they got to have one of the minimum catchers again right like are they still minimum let me see jansen 23 Maley's <laughs> at the 26 let's go let's go toronto that's you know what it is that's why you want to stack them you just see that cheap catcher and you're just like, Oh my goodness. Is there any way I could stack this team? Um, Yeah, this is a great cheap stack. You can, you can play everybody here. It would cost nothing. Yep.
1: Um, Love me some cheap bats and I love cheap bats with upside. There's, you know, five guys in this lineup with ISOs over 200 against right handed pitching this season. So um, I I like the spot for Toronto quite a bit. Um, Yeah, you're fine. Uh, Yeah, definitely my favorite stack. And, ah, uh, it's really tough between them and Seattle. The ballpark's a little bit better for Toronto, but I, I really do like Seattle too. Uh As far as the Chicago Bats go, is interesting as a one-off. I'm not going to stack here against Strowman. is uh, interesting as a one-off. And of all people, Wellington Castillo profiles really well against Strowman. Um, and it probably has to do with him, you know, being a fly ball hitter. So, like, those are the two guys that I'm kind of looking at here from the White Sox.
0: Yeah, um i am with you that's i those would be the guys who i would look at too um alonzo is really cheap but yeah those uh, those are those are the first look at for sure
1: um i don't really have anything else to add. so let's um keep on moving on we got pittsburgh out of san diego trevor williams against eric lauer Seven and a half total, Lauer a 130 favorite, um, Trevor Williams here. Like, we just saw Kenta Maeda dominate San Diego, get pulled to 85 pitches with two outs in the seventh inning, which made zero sense to me. Um, not bitter. Um, Any interest here in Trevor Williams? Well, I'm a little bit bitter, but... Um, I just don't understand Dave Roberts' logic. He just struck a guy out, and he got pulled.
0: It was another right. it, it it's just overmanaging is all it is. Um, Trevor Williams. I'll think yourself. like. Yeah. Trevor Williams, biggest problem is strikeouts. The price give you some strikeouts with this lineup. The price is a little higher than I'd want to pay for him. I prefer the guys beneath him, but I think he's definitely an option against all these righties.
1: Yep. And just because he's an option does not mean that we're not going to take some bats against him. We'll talk about that here in a second, but I do think Williams is okay. This is the lowest total on the slate. Expecting this game to be pretty low-scoring outside the rest of the games. And you know that I already like Eric Lauer. I know he, he struggles against righties, and he's kind of reverse splits. And he, Not reverse splits. He, he's better against lefties, obviously, being a left-handed pitcher. But this team is so bad against left-handed pitching, Bobby. Um, they're one of the worst teams in baseball against lefties. They strike out a ton. They don't have a ton of power. In this ballpark, with these pitchers on the slate, Eric Lauer at 6800, come on down.
0: Let's go. I'm all about it. He's Let's guy. go. He's the guy I'm all about. Uh completely all aboard there with Eric Lauer. We've seen this Pittsburgh team really struggle, obviously the stadium's a positive. I do think that Pittsburgh will figure it out somewhat, but like there's just like a like a I get like a warm and cozy like 15 to 20 feeling with like upside like in this matchup for Lauer and he's cheap. Um I feel really good about this. I, I think that Lauer just makes a lot of sense. He's one of the, one of the guys, one of my two highest-owned pitchers for sure.
1: Yeah, just give me like 15 points. Like, I, I don't need you to go out and dominate the game. I just need you – I know you're not going to go out there and have a complete game shutout. I need you to go throw six innings, get four or five, six strikeouts, give up a couple runs, but just don't get blown up in this spot at this price and, like, you – helped me tremendously. Um, and that's kind of what I'm hoping from from Eric Lauer today and probably going to end up playing him in cash games with Castillo um, and just build my lineup from there. So that's kind of yeah. what I'm looking at. As far as the Pittsburgh bats, is there anything standing out to you here for Pittsburgh?
0: Uh, no, it'd be Marte. Cervelli's, that's it. I don't really have any other thing that stands out, I guess that like, depends on who's in the lineup, really like where Tucker and Reynolds are, are batting, like what they're doing with them on the lefty righty situations. Cause they sort of rotated it. So in Newman, I, 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 mean, maybe if one of those guys was high up in the order, I would take a shot, but I don't really know without seeing what the lineup's going to be yet.
1: Yep. Um, Josh Bell's been crushing the ball, but like crushing, he, it's just his price. is just so ridiculous from him crushing the ball. I like him much better um, from the from the left side of the plate than I do the right side of the plate.
0: Um Man, these numbers are crazy. Yeah, these <laughs> numbers are crazy. It's like Cody yeah. Bellinger stuff. It
1: is. Um, let's not get too crazy. Let's not think it's like Vogelbach oh, no. or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as the Padres bats go, one of my favorite hitters on this slate is friend Mel Reyes. Uh, always very low owned. And never priced expensive. Like you know, the dude has twelve home runs on the season. He crushes the ball, and nobody plays him. And they never raise his price. Like
0: what? What more can I ask for? I don't understand the no why nobody plays him. I've played this guy so many times. The only time anybody played him is night after he hit those two home runs. You know, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I totally agree. People are crazy about these stadium things. Like I, I'm a, I was like. I thought I was the biggest person on, on the stadium stuff until I started playing more DFS. People just don't like to play the Padres and they actually forget like when they're outside of San Diego that, that that they're outside of San Diego. Like Reyes, yes, but like also Machado is still way too cheap for who he is as a hitter. And I understand he's strong. I don't care. Like just give me these guys at those prices. I'm not really interested in any other bats, but those are the two guys who I definitely am interested in.
1: The only other guy that I want to throw in the mix is Hunter Renfro. He's been striking out a ton. But when he does make contact, he's hitting the ball hard. Um, he has a 352 ISO with a 54.1% hard hit rate. Um, so it's absurd. Yeah, it, like, but he has a 30% K rate. Like, you know, yeah. you know what you're getting. Uh, he's going to strike out or hit the ball hard. And so perfectly fine with that. That's fine with me, uh, especially in DFS. So those are the guys that I'm looking at as well uh austin allen you know the catcher i know he just got called up um i I don't mind him either you know it's a it's a platoon split he's still pretty cheap um again i like you know cheap catchers and uh he was their like top catcher prospect in the organization too so um i I don't mind him um in this spot
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm I'm, I'm fine with it completely
1: Uh, let's see moving on last game minnesota at seattle nine and a half total here michael Pineda against eric swanson uh, Pineda, a one sixteen favorite. Uh, any interest here in Michael Pineda? No. Why is he a favorite in this game? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't have interest. Been, in I mean, he hasn't been like bad in in real life. You know what I mean? Like, I understand the numbers and everything like that. We're gonna talk about, but like, he's like he keeps he'll get through like a bunch of innings. And then he'll just have one like really terrible inning. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm just trying to find a reason for why it would be that way.
1: Yeah. And like the biggest, his biggest issue is home runs. Like he gives up a ton of home runs. Yeah. Um, like that, that's his biggest issue is home runs. And obviously that's a huge issue to have. <laughs> um, But you know, pitching in Seattle, maybe that helps a little bit. Um, But he's not using pine tar anymore. If he's using pine tar, he'd be fine. Um, <laughs> Swanson has not been good uh, ever since like the season started, since he got called up, since he's been pitching, he gives up a ton of hard contact, doesn't have a strikeout pitch. Pounds the zone. Does not walk people. He pounds the zone, which is fantastic for fantasy. (laughs) I am not going to play either pitcher in this game.
0: Yeah, neither am I.
1: I like the bats. Man, I wish this was, like, in a different ballpark. uh, This would be my favorite, like, game stack if this was in a different ballpark. Warm wind
0: blowing out in Minnesota, even.
1: Yeah, like, the the roof is going to be closed because I know there's some weather concerns. So, like but it's hard not to like a guy like Polanco and Kepler and Rosario Crow, like i like minnesota here
0: yeah um i think minnesota like all the all the usual suspects which it's hard to figure out who they are because these guys rotate their, their nine catchers that they play every lineup and the problem is that we can't get DK to correct it fast enough, so we don't even know have other positions for a lot of these guys like they're all catchers in first base um, or, or some are catchers in third base uh, anyway. But uh, I think the the priorities like there's a lot of guys you could overpay for at shortstop today. Polanco is another good option <laughs> to do that for and overpay. I'm just saying just based on like it's weird to pay these prices for anybody. But these shortstops are all expensive and they've justified it so far. That's why they're this expensive. Uh, I don't really have like one-offs though that are jumping out other than rosario for me like i think it's rosario and kepler who's too cheap but i don't really i don't really know and i'm actually curious like is sano getting brought back
1: yeah he he just got activated i was going to talk about it um wednesday he had a he had a rehab stint in triple a and uh just got activated he's healthy again
0: so Okay, can I just go into a really, really, really quick little thing? I'm a, I played Minnesota more than anybody, and I have for years. Like, I, I I play when they used to send your things and who you play the most. Miguel Sano was, like, my guy always. Like, I had him, like, 35% of the time. <laughs> like, I just – I would play this guy all the time, and it's partly because I would, you know, try – he always struck out, but when he made contact, he was always hitting home runs. Um, they won me all of my money when I first started, and then they did it again, like, the next week, and then it just kept happening with this team, so – I'm starting to feel a little bit of a Minnesota vibe if we're going to get Sano back in the lineup at 3500 Maybe this is the the first big win of the year I'm getting on Minnesota.
1: <laughs> Here we go, Bobby. Here we go. Eric Swanson, pound the zone without a strikeout pitch against Minnesota. Um, Let's go. Sano's 3500 too. He's really cheap. So no, yep. no issues making a Minnesota stack, even if you use Polanco. If Nelson Cruz is back in the lineup, I know he's going back to Seattle, his old team, blah, 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 blah. With a wrist injury, I make him prove it to me before I start playing him again. So I'm gonna pass on Cruz, even if he's back in the lineup. Uh, I hate wrist injuries when it comes to baseball. Uh, it's very tough injury. So uh, as far as Seattle goes, Vogelbach probably my favorite play on the entire slate. I know that shocks zero people that have listened to this podcast before. Uh, don't care what his price is. I love this spot for him. I will play him in cash games today. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you go from here because, like, like I said when we were talking. About Toronto, I really love Seattle here. Um, Pineda gives up home runs, and when you're looking for power bats in baseball that hits a lot of fly balls,
0: like Seattle is like the top of that list. Yeah, uh, um, I didn't know you liked Vogelbach. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I'm all about the the uh, the Vogelbach. I I think that all of like this is my one of my hardest issues with Seattle. I know it's funny because some teams like they have so many ways to stack them. It feels great, and Seattle is like. Seattle and Minnesota, even though well, Minnesota was snow back, Now I've got my boy. I know who to sack, but I it's it's hard always to know exactly who to who to play from from one side and just I, for me, it, it I guess that it would be Vogelbach, Bruce, Incarnacion, uh, Hanager if I was prioritizing. But I like Beckham at this price. Like he struggled, and he still actually puts up fantasy points. Narvaez is so expensive; people probably won't play him that much. Um, I like all the guys. I just Vogelbach is the one that really stands out along with Bruce. Um, other than that, I, I really feel like you can just pick any of them and stack them.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, I, I hope JP Crawford's still in there. Like he's oh, a really yeah, high Pete on Crawford. base guy. And if he's batting second, like he's 3,100 today. Um, Like that, that, that will help make lineups work pretty easily um, with the cheap pitching that we have and stuff. So, it makes a stack and like my favorite place to stack, you know, Seattle is fantasy draft. You know, not just a sponsor plug, but you're able to get everything you want with Seattle when you're stacking them on fantasy draft. So, that's why I like them so much over there.
0: Yeah, I like that too. I mean that way you can play in and Vogelbach, Vogo so That makes sense. And if for some reason they were playing different positions which they might do on a on a Thursday cuz it is a different, you know, we know Thursdays are different. Um if somehow Crawford and like uh and Beckham were both in the lineup. If they were play, if one of them was played every position, you could play them both on fantasy drafts. So that's, I mean, just something to think about.
1: Um, that's it for me. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, give me your favorite pitcher on the main slate. Score um eight strikeouts under eight K.
0: Eight strikeouts under eight K. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with today. Yeah, there are there are a few um i'll i'll leave your boy to you but i like him too but i'll, I'll just go with stroman because you're going to take Lauer, so we'll do that
1: yeah we were going to take those two guys like it didn't yeah. matter who got who uh those exactly two guys um over 8k not to score 15 points there's not a lot of options today i'll let you go first that's fine
0: um tayron yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he's 8k accounts right yep it does
1: okay. um i'm going to take quintana
0: that was my other guy, but that's a tough one still. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I think he, he ended up getting
1: there, but yeah. you know Williams is pitching against San Diego, and Luis Castillo can struggle and get fifteen um, over four K to hit a home run. Who do you got
0: over four K for a home run? Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, pissed you off with your with taking your guys, um, I, I, but I, I'm going to do it this one time. I'm going to take. Uh, Carmelo Reyes, actually.
1: Oh, I like that. That's good. You're not fired. Will's only fired. Will Will took Vogelbach. Like I don't <laughs> ever thinking, take Vogelbach in this Vogelbach. game because, like, I, I think I he gets a home run every day. um day. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Ozuna. I really, really like Ozuna in this spot against Julio tehrani Profiles so well against him. So I like Ozuna as my home run guy. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's your cheap bat to get two hits today?
0: uh that's there's so many there's actually like a lot of guys that i really, really like under 4k which is crazy i can't even believe i have this many um i'm gonna so i'm just gonna say a weird one because we talked to, actually is that, is that the main slate or the now i'm stuck on slates here i think i went back to my list for the yeah i did i went back to my mets uh, um it has to be under 4k to, uh, okay so i'm just gonna say. Miguel Sano, because I wanted to take him to hit a home run. But if he's under 4K, I'll take him to get two hits, even though I think it's more likely to get one home run than two hits for him.
1: Yeah, one of the guys that I think is extremely way too cheap today uh, is Max Kepler. You mentioned him. Um, 3,900 batting leadoff um, against Eric Swanson. Um, A not-so-good Seattle bullpen. Like This is a good spot for Max Kepler. Um, Mm -hmm. Give me a team on the main slate to score six or more runs the Braves Atlanta I like it Um, I said that today or Wednesday and that didn't work out not for me I don't know (laughs) I don't think they got to six um I'm gonna take Toronto because that was the team that I like really really like and Seattle's right up there as well I like Seattle man they're gonna hit they're gonna hit some home runs off of Michael
0: Pineda today I'm excited about that so uh, Bobby any final thoughts before we get out of here no, good to be back with you, men. And uh, hopefully we both have a nice uh, nice Thursday. Good luck to everybody out there.
1: Well, we already know it's going to be good. Snow's back. Like, you're you're super excited. Yes, I know that. It's, so. it's a guarantee.
0: Minnesota's going to score 12 runs on the road. Snow's going to hit two bombs. Play Buxton. He's probably going to hit two bombs and hit a stolen base down at the bottom of the order. Just play them all. Jack in a bag.
1: That's going to wrap it up here <laughs> for Thursday. We'll be back on Friday talking some more baseball. If everyone has a great day, good luck in your contest. We'll see you then.